Welcome Spartans to Halo Book Club, a part of Evolved, your home for Halo. Halo Book Club goes beyond the video games and covers Halo's extended media lore, from the novels, short stories, comic books, and more. I am your host Aaron, and with me today we've got David. Hello everybody. And this book club is going to be on the short story Breaking Strain from Halo Fractures. Uh, so if you haven't read that story, go and listen to it now, or read it. It's about an hour in the audiobook. So you got plenty of time there to get stuck in. Just pause this and go, and then come back. Yeah, it took, took me less than that to read it anyway. Yeah, took me less than an hour because I started listening to all the audiobooks in like 1.1 speed now. Makes all the subtle difference. Uh, right, before we get started, we will get into the socials. So if you're new to the show, welcome. This is Halo Book Club. It's part of Evolved. We host other shows. We've got Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Builds with Blocks, Halo TV+, Halo Gear Guide, and Halo Headlines. Evolve partners with HCS Pro Talk. It's a podcast where Josh and Will discuss all the latest information within the competitive Halo scene with an emphasis on the community. You can learn more about all of our shows by going to the website evolvedhalo.com. If you're already a fan, we'd like to ask you to please take a minute to rate us and leave a review on your podcast service of choice. We greatly appreciate the feedback. And we'd also like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons for your continued support. You guys help make everything we do possible, including the constant rebind of microphones for Lucas. He's a dangerous, he's a dangerous man, my God. But also, yeah, thank you guys so much. Yes, absolutely. I never fails to warn me every time I see that we have a new patron. So if you would like to learn about all the rewards and perks of becoming a patron, go to patreon.com forward slash Halo Evolved. And finally, we encourage all of our listeners to support us through Audible. There you can enjoy a growing, the growing collection of Halo novels all in one place, along with various guided wellness programs, podcasts, uh, all sorts of audiobooks. Um, go and use the trial, audibletrial.com forward slash podcast evolved to start your free trial today. And for an audiobook recommendation, I will go with The Hollow Places. That is a novel by uh, T. King Fisher. It was quite good. Not too long, about 11 hours. Good little story. Uh, before that, I did the Lord of the Rings trilogy, also very good. And I am about to start uh, Sabriel on the recommendation of a friend. And that book is narrated by Tim Curry. Oh, I know him. That's cool. That's all they had to say it was, oh, it's uh, Gareth Nick's book. It's oh, the audiobook's narrated by Tim Curry. And I had it already redeemed at that stage. But I'm going to listen to Tim Curry read me an audiobook. So I'll tell you how that goes the next time we do a book club. If we do another book club, because we've almost run out of books. Oh, don't say that, Aaron. We are dangerously close. I We are just going to have to read out recipes in the cookbook. That's what it's coming down to. I think we have one more short story and we are up to date on everything. Unless we really want to read the Spartan Manual. That's madness. We might have to. I can't believe we're done. I mean, how many years have we doing this and we haven't run out of content yet? We've completed Halo. We have. We've just about completed Halo. That's ridiculous. When they stop these last, co- when they bring out the last couple of new novels, we're done. Everything's finished. We can quit happy. Uh, I will bounce through some book info, and then I'm hoping David will take the lead in the story because, as we've learned with the multiple attempts to record this so far this evening, my brain not working 100%. So. This story is called Breaking Strain. Like we said, it's from Halo Fractures. The author is James Swallow. 
He is famous for many things, including Star Trek novels, Warhammer novels, and the initial script on a couple of episodes of Voyager. May or may not have looked up his uh, Halopedia entry before this. The publisher is Gallery Books. It is available in all formats. The release date is September 20th, 2016. That is not four years ago. That is six years ago. I need to tell my brain that. Yeah, we're old, man. I don't don't like that. Uh, The length of this book is about an R in audio format. Yeah, I have no idea page-wise. I only have it in in Kindle. I think for an R, yeah, like 60, 50 pages is probably like a good R. I feel like that's probably a safe bet. It's your standard short story size for the fractures. It's not particularly long. Yeah, it's a good chunk. And then a little bit of a summary here. Breaking Strain is one of several short stories in Halo Fractures, written by James Swallow, takes place in the immediate aftermath of the Human Covenant War in 2553. The story follows the crew of the shipwrecked UNSC Dark Was the Night and their uneasy coexistence with the small colony of Losing Hand. So this timeline, like we said, it's 2553. That's the Halo 3 era. The location is the planet or the colony losing hand. I'm not actually sure. Did they give the planet name? No, they didn't. They just called it, referred to it as colony losing hand. You've, we've, I looked it up to see if we could find any other location-based thing, but I couldn't find anything about it. Yeah, it's it's an outer rim or outer world colony. That's about it. It's far out. Like, it makes Venezia look like a bustling inner planet. Hmm. By comparison. So... Suppose we dive into roughly what the story is, so Yeah, I can do that. Um it's actually a really good story. Uh, I'd I knew bit I remember bits of it, but not the ending. I think the ending is like not at all what, what I was expecting. Um but essentially we're thrown in the midst of a situation that has already occurred. You have the ship um God I'm blanking on its name straight away. Something the Dark Was the Night, which is a badass name for a ship, crashed into this colony. It was under attack by the Covenant, then it entered subspace, but got like severely damaged just as it entered. So it dropped out. It doesn't have an AI. They lost their AI. The pilot had to land, crash landed on this colony and tried really hard not to hit every, hit everything, but destroyed their their wind turbines. And so in the aftermath, he became the captain because he was the uh, kind of obviously the highest ranking surviving officer. And to lead the survivors, and then the town nearby, because they lost their power, he felt bad, so he kind of like set up a way that the power is siphoned from the ship and powers the town. And then you have a group of survivors that live on the ship, soldiers UNSC, waiting for rescue, and you have the survivors of the town, or, or the township essentially, just trying to have their lives, and they're very much anti UNSC. They're out here in the outer rim on the colony called Losing Hand to be by themselves, they're very much your standard. Um, and the UNSC people essentially in Halo you've known them, you've read them before and that's kind of where the story places us with these two groups of people kind of how they're getting on with each other or not getting on, which is pretty cool it's also revealed to us a little bit into the story that there is a Spartan here that literally just got up and left um, this ship's it, it implies that the ship's mission was to bring this Spartan back to Earth wasn't it? It's a yeah. It's like a military transport. I think he says at one point he was part of a chain of ships bringing um, bringing him back to Earth. So Kevin is the Spartan. He's a Spartan three. He's part of the Alpha class. So he's a two eight two. So I think they said he this 
the dark was the night was bringing him on part of the way back he he was on some sort of like big only mission that went really badly wrong they mentioned that like the only thing uh leon knows about it is that a lot of oni officers ended up in hospital and that was it with a lot of injuries so and that kevin's armor is like badly damaged and he has bad fresh facial scarring and that's about it so like they were bringing him back they happen to get attacked it sounds like they get shot through the computer core as they enter slip space and that's what killed the ai yeah and a lot of their main systems yeah and then leon was the pilot he was the helmsman so he was the one that crash landed the ship and then he's unfortunately like the man in charge and he was what do they call him they have a name from like a was it like a, a a waiting officer or a serving wait officer? Like he was just like putting his time in till he could get out. Exactly, he was just going into retirement, and then the Covenant War hit. So like he's not. There's a lack of respect they really show him the crew. That they they're not too impressed by him. Tensions are pretty high between the group and the the town. And there's a few interesting characters thrown in here. So we have like the leader of like the rabble is a guy named Ryan, and he's a sister named Aoife. There's a funny bit of dialogue about Aoife introducing himself to Darren and it's pretty much saying, don't even try to say my name, you'll make a mess of it. But obviously we're Irish, so we know how to say the name. And James is English, so he probably knows how to say the name. Uh, best of luck with any of the rest of you lads figuring it out, just reading it from text. Yeah, I had to wind the tape back because they were like, oh yeah, my name's Aoife, don't try to pronounce And I, I rewind it back and was like, did you just say Aoife? That's not a particular... And I was like, oh no, you're Irish. Please remember that people can't pronounce things like Nev and they're really confused all the time. So yeah, it's Aoife. It's 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 fine. Yes, it doesn't look like how it sounds, but it's Aoife. It's a weird thing to throw into a Halo novel, but um it's 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 there. And pretty much like the town, they're fighting each other, they're getting drunk, they're like trying to like pretty much live but like not really like each other, not really respect each other. Tensions are pretty high, and then they have a calm, one convoy up in space, kind of like checking things out. And that detects a Covenant ship coming towards them, but playing a UNSC message saying, hey, we're coming into land, don't freak out, blah, blah, blah. But it's an older kind of message style. Because the guy gave, um, Darren gave access to the convoy to everyone on the planet. They're kind of like, hey, look, we're, we're cool, we're nice. They also know about it in real time. So everybody starts panicking over the Covenant coming. Oh my God, there's a big town meeting. They are not impressed with your man. They have no interest in anything he's really saying. And your man Ryan is really building up to like attack. And then Aoife pretty much gives the captain a heads up. Saying listen my brother's crazy. But there's others out there who aren't as vocal. But are just as crazy. So just be careful. They're going to try and take the ship. Darren is kind of like oh good to know. What can I do here? So he's trying to struggle. He's struggling really to figure out like what to do. Where to balance. He tries to recruit Kevin back in. But uh, Kevin is like very much a damaged Spartan, and it 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 implies mentally too, and that um he's just like not not feeling it. He doesn't want to have anything to do with them. He has a conversation where he like he uses the threat of the Spartan is like the Spartan won't let you take the ship, and he's like he's in the back of his mind is like I can't get the Spartan to do shit he doesn't want to do. But he goes off to talk to Kevin, and you get sort of Kevin's part of the conversation is like no, I am a very specific type of weapon. And if I'm around, people will get hurt. Like, he's traumatized by the fact that this Oni team were injured on his watch. And it sounds like whatever defensive actions he may have had to take on this mission 
may have been responsible for it and he just he's not coping with that so he has taken himself off to live in a cave so that he can't injure anyone because he's like no you don't want me policing the policing the village which is a fair point because there's always that like unwritten rule the police police the people and the army defend the people but the army shouldn't police the people because kevin's one training is kill first ask questions later but they end up yeah having to go to this i like the touch when the story starts off there's been a bit of vandalism and Aoife has spray painted a few swear words on the side of the ship oh yes darren has to bring her back that's the first time he talks to ryan and before he leaves he tells his like first officer eh, turn the turrets on for a while he's like but that won't do anything he's like yeah i know that they, they won't shoot they won't do anything but they can track targets it's like if someone walks up to spray paint on the ship again he says you really do take a second thought when you look down the barrel of a 50 caliber gun pointed at you so it's like just turn them on for a bit yeah that's obviously a, a really important point that like they're bluffing with the townspeople because obviously there's way more townspeople than there are marines or unsc personnel so they're like keeping the peace almost with the un unveiled threat or veiled threat i suppose of we have big guns and you don't yeah, they're they're using it as an illusion. And now this isn't, it's a military transport, so like it doesn't have Mac guns or missiles, it sounds like it just has these point defense weapons. I think at one point, Leon says to Ryan, he's like, when he confesses that the weapons don't work, because the, the mob basically land out to the foot of the ship, and they're like, why aren't the guns on? Why aren't the guns on? Turn the guns on, defend us with the guns. He's like, the guns don't work. The guns have never worked. And he's like, this has all been a big bluff the whole time. It's like, none of this was going to go. And then he turns around and he says like, uh, the dark was the night was burly combat or what was it it was burly combat proficient when it was fully operational you're like yeah this is like not a heavy hitting ship of any description and i like that that like when the the ship is coming they think they have two days and the, sh- the ship speeds up and they only have a couple of hours so all the townspeople band together they come essentially take the ship they've all guns they even have covenant some covenant light weapons so I remember the captain going, how did they get those all the way out here? The black market is like so proficient. I thought that was interesting. Um, and then they pretty much square off the captain with you lead Ryan. Ryan is very mouthy and he, captain tries to talk him down. He kind of has none of it and kind of hits him with the butt of his gun. UNSC soldiers rush out and it's very tense moment of like, this, you guys are all going to die. This is just, you're just going to kill each other. And then when he goes to point his shotgun at the captain and the sniper rifle, uh, Kevin has a sniper rifle and it just he shoots it and just like destroys the gun in your man's hand runs up and pretty much calms everybody down just by his presence and you know rational thinking and pretty much squaring up against Ryan who quickly loses the crowd as everybody realizes oh man's a Spartan here and we're about to go too far uh, which is really cool so I liked I liked this whole moment was really good the captain's obviously not, not passed out but he's kind of bleeding been hitting the head with a shotgun and um, he's trying to, like, get his word in as well, calm everybody down. And then out of the blue one, it just feels like, oh, we're, we're calm. Everything's good. The sky opens up. There's thunder. And the ship, the Covenant ship, comes in. They do say it's like a light cruiser, right? It's a small ship, but it has a sizable capacity, doesn't it? It sounds, yeah, I'm not off the top of my head. I'm not familiar with it. But, like, it seems pretty similar to... Like, I'd imagine how the forward on the dawn was. You know, they say it has the capability for a couple of dropships and stuff. So not the biggest ship in the world, but big enough for the job. And then you get the cool scene where the elite, like, walks out of the bay onto the planet and sort of looks at everyone. He has his, like, deactivated energy sword in his hand. 
and then the human comes out and starts to talk and then the spartan and the elite have a brief exchange where they're sort of looking at each other and the elite goes down and is like or what why do you seem like you're all prepared for violence or you're all expecting violence and kevin's like I always expect violence, but not today. And then as soon as that happens, like the two of them sort of head nod each other and walk away. And like they've instantly sized each other up and decided we're not here to fight. A really impressive moment given like where we are in the timeline and where like Kevin is uh, in terms of like every other places have Spartans gunning for elites when even when they see them. And this is right after the end of Halo 3. So we're not really in great territory here. Um, but it, it gets kind of explained. There's also an engineer here, which is interesting as well. So there's an engineer, a human, uh, a guy named Wild, something or other, I can't remember his name, and Yar Dosan is the name of the elite. And they pretty much explain that we're here as a force, joint force, going out looking for colonies that have been cut off communication-wise with the war. They kind of explain to everybody what happened, whose sides and who's on whose side now. And they're just going around trying to like make connections and find people and see who's out there, who's left alive, which is really interesting. They say, too, that I think this is the first time they've found, like, a living colony because Wilde's like, we, we really needed a win here and this is it. So, and the other thing is, these people have been cut off here for, like, well, I think the people may have been cut off longer, but the ship crashed a year ago. So the last message the Dark was the night got was that Reach had fallen. So, like, they don't actually know if the war was over or not. They, they're like, oh, yes, like, a ship should have been sent out to search for us months ago, but it wasn't. That could be a sign that Earth's just like a charred ruin and we're all that's left and we're about to like bubble over and kill each other here. It's got it's a very well set story. I like where it's set and how how it's put together and the turn at the end I wasn't expecting. And it's a bit I don't know, I, I think this it, it ended maybe too quickly, like too abruptly. Everything's okay now. Uh of like um the, this guy Wild offers to take everybody off on his ship, just empty the colony. You all want to come back with me? We'll bring you wherever he bring them. So obviously, a lot of the UNSC personnel take up, and a couple of people from the colony take it up. But some people uh, vote to stay, so they like help to like take apart the spaceship essentially, leave it there as a generator. And I think the captain himself was going to say and makes a kind of a joke at the end that he like he needs a badge because they're everybody's always slagging him off before being like a sheriff, like trying to come in and take over. It kind of leaves people in an interesting place. So Aoife stays. I don't know about Ryan. He kind of falls off the story. I can't see him leaving. So most of them will probably stay. Um, but it's intriguing. Like uh, I like that's kind of where the story ends. At a kind of like a happy note of we're taking people and we're and we're going. It's a story I definitely would have liked a full novel on because I feel like there's you know and it would have been one of those rare novels where you could have actually had it as a Halo novel where the only interaction with the Covenant was the fight at the start and like the entire novel could have been just humans doing human shit and I feel like there's a full story here to pad out just dealing with Kevin and his emotional trauma and humans trying to coexist and like it it's the sort of story I would like from Halo just we're not going to have any fight in the Covenant there's going to be no big forerunner MacGuffin it's just going to be traumatised people dealing with traumatised people but I also like up as well they set up like Kevin is obviously not staying on his planet because he, well, he needs something to do so he needs a purpose so he volunteers to go on the ship and stay with that ship while it goes looking for searching for other people to help protect it and I think I'd like that story idea of a ship going out into like more or less uncharted space looking for colonies looking for survivors i think that's pretty cool and has dare i say it a very star trek vibe about it 
It does have a little bit. You could have that sort of, yeah, planet of the week feel to it, just going from colony to colony to see who's still there. And obviously you get, like, bad stories, good stories, but you could find... I think there's interesting things out there to find in, in, in that era, even probably now in Halo, where people are segregated so much. Yeah, I feel like not every Halo story has to be about the big forerunner MacGuffin, and sometimes they lose a little bit of track of that, because everything lately has been a pretty big story. Envoy was kind of close to a smaller story, but then it still cranked out the forerunner MacGuffin at the end. Oh, the big world-ending threat, yeah. So, I... I I would like a smaller stakes Halo story like this has good potential. Which I suppose makes sense because he's written a lot of novels and TV stuff as well. So he has like a a skill for building a world quickly because you, you need that for TV. And he did a great job integrating himself into Halo here. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this story. Uh, any other thoughts? Do we have any... Do we, oh, we have a little trivia. There's two small bits of trivia which are like really Halo nerdy things. So they made me chuckle. Um, like the first one is that when Darren first sees a slight list with the Hergok, he says, oh, the Covenant called them engineers. But it's actually backward. We don't call them... Uh, humans call them engineers. Hergok is their name for Covenant. That's like a really small thing. Uh, the, way, the way it's kind of said. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I think pe- people know that. Um, and then it says, when Kevin fires a sniper around, he's described as manually cycling the bolt to remove the empty shell. But because that rifle is gas-operated, the empty shell's already gone by the moment he fired. So when he pulled it back, all he did was empty another fully unfired round out of the sniper rifle. And I was like, that's some really Halo nerdy shit there now. Yeah, it's. I think there's a slight like confusion between a bolt action rifle and a semi-automatic rifle it's like we don't have bolt action rifles in halo not really no no we don't but i do i do appreciate an um actually trivia section yeah yeah it's actually populated so we got something this time which is good right will that do us what do we think then final final verdict Final Verdict is one of the better stories for sure. Um, I remember bits of it. I didn't really remember. I'm not mad on the end because it's kind of a bit abrupt for me. I'd like a bit more. But I, I suppose that's the negative is that I'd like more of it. Do you know what I mean? So uh, I, I guess it is a pretty good story. I like it a lot. All right. Well, I think when in that case, we will just leave it. That's pretty good. Pretty solid. It'll do. We should have one more short story, Halo Book Club, coming up. And then we've got to wait for new Halo Books. We, we are at that stage. We are so close, guys. I can taste it. Yay, we won. Yay, we did. All right, well, in the meantime, then, thank you for joining us. Like we mentioned at the top of the show, you can get every episode of all of our shows over at the website of allofthalo.com. It also features links to our Discord server, Facebook group, Patreon page, uh, Xbox Live Club, and all of our contact info. Once again, shout out to all of our patrons for supporting the show and helping make everything possible. Head to patreon.com forward slash Evolve to learn more. And finally, if you want to leave us a voicemail about this episode, any other episodes, or general Halo thoughts or non-Halo thoughts if you want, because we listen to them all, even if we don't put them on the show, you can call us on 205-EVOLVED. That's 205-386-5833. And with that, I have been your host, Aaron. And until next time, Evolved. Evolved.
I immediately just hit record. I was like, oh my god, go. <laughs> Fine, I'll hit record and keep it going. Um, okay, okay. And I'll, I'll sync them up. Uh, I, th- I just looked there out of the corner of my eye and went, you're not recording there. What are you doing? Oh. And I'm glad you copped yourself because we could have gone the full show without realizing that you hadn't made Imagine. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We would have used Skype recording for that one. Yes, we fucking would have, and that would have been the end of it. Um, Slap together. All right, let's, let, let's try this game plan, man. Second take two. Welcome, Spartans, to Halo Book Club. Jesus Christ.